everybody and their neighbor. Welcome back to Gear and Gigs. I'm your host, Jet Stone. So glad you guys could stop by again for your favorite podcast on music and gear. You know, all that fun stuff. With me, I have Reggie Elson. Reg, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. Thanks. Glad to see you. We are going to do a little uh, a little show and tell, pedal review sort of a thing today. Love the show and tell. Love the show and tell. And uh, and we're going to let Reggie handle this one today. So what do we got today, Reg? Well, you know what? I thought um, we did a single pedal last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done comparatives, the originals and remakes. Uh, so I thought I would, uh, I would take out one of my favorite pedals. It's been around for a few years. It's the Electroharmonic Super Ego Plus, which you're familiar with that. It's, a, it's basically a freeze pedal with a lot of uh, extra goodies thrown in on top. Uh, and what I thought I would do instead of just um, showing the pedal, because it, like, it has been out for a while, I'm sure people are pretty familiar with what it can do, is uh, demonstrate it by using the effects loop, the built-in effects loop, and putting in something a little crazy. Uh, and today, I that crazy is an Alexander Calavera, which is a phaser. At its core, it's a phaser, but it's so much more. Uh, it is probably my favorite phaser ever. And it's a really cool effect, which I have never used in the loop of the Super Ego before. So it'd be first time for me, too. Hey, that's great. That's nice. We get to do a little test together. And uh, for just real quick, for people who don't know about the Super Ego, it is, like he said, it's like a freeze pedal that allows you to sustain a note or a chord or what, basically the last thing you played, turns it into a, a pad, I guess you'd call it if you were a keyboard uh, yeah, turns it into a pad and then allows you to manipulate that with an effects loop. So this phaser is going to be manipulating the things that he freezes. Right. Right. Also has glissando, which is kind of nice too. So uh, different. And this works much better as a bass player. I don't really do a lot of this, but I've seen demos uh, where guitar players use the glissando on it, where um, uh, when it, when the envelope is set just so uh, you play and what you play kind of glides up to where it, where it then sustains and shimmers and does its magic. And uh, you can control that too, so you can glissando up and down to uh, different notes, which is also kind of cool. But again, I don't really, I don't use that feature so much. And the Super Ego has built-in effects, right? There was two versions, one that did and one that did not. Super Ego right. Plus, right, does, right? Super Ego Plus has 11 built-in effects. They're all electroharmonic effects. And they all, I will say this, they are all pretty good some of them are actually really good and some of them are okay good uh for instance the phaser that's built into it is just it's like a like the little nano uh small clone phaser right it it basically sounds like the small clone phaser which is awesome uh the chorus sounds like a clone theory uh the rotary is like the lester g isn't it yeah they're they're all they're kind of um very close to the pedals that they're emulating or 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 based on and uh, like i said they're all good some of them are better than others uh but uh it's kind of but you can only use one at a time on this so you have 11 of them but you can only use one which is what makes it really cool having the effects loop still uh is you can put whatever you want and then that gives you if you just one pedal like i've got this phaser in there right now well that means i can use that phaser but I can still use the pitch bending effect that's mm. built into it, right? Sure. Uh, and then, and then also, usually pedals that have expression pedal inputs, I tend to use expression pedals. Uh, so on the pitch effect, uh, 
you can go heel down to, to toe down uh, and actually uh, go up an octave. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Okay, so for a chain, you've got, you've got the bass, you're going straight into the superego, uh, you've got the phaser in the loop of the superego, you're coming out into a stereo splitter and going into your two amps, and then those are coming straight in, direct, right? Direct out to the board and then board direct to the laptop. Uh, okay, so uh, dry signal then? Good sound of bass. Uh, this, this magic. Um, see, here, I'll tell you how magic it is. This is the first time I've ever touched a bass guitar, and it, it's such an awesome thing. It just basically plays itself. You put your fingers where you think, they, where you've seen other people do it, and then boom. It, no, it, it is a great sound of bass. It really is. It's, uh, it's, it's magic. And those amps sound very natural. Oh my God, these amps! Uh, you know, as you know, uh, I have been through a, a lot of amps in my life, chasing after something. wasn't sure what I was chasing after, but I was chasing after something, and I've been through a lot of amplifiers. And where I landed on these two, and they're both 300 watts too, so they're really nicely matched for a stereo pair, um, and they're very different. The, the the carbine is very punchy solid statey sounding very you know modern and the walkabout is very warm and uh and natural to be sounding uh the biggest difference between them as far as the uh actual topography is the they both have tube preamps but the walkabout also has a tube driver stage so the mm. mosfet power section is being driven by another tube so it it, it just adds a little something it adds some uh magic to it and by itself i mean it, if i was going to do a, a gig right i would use the carbine because that's the punch through clean you know uh the walkabout would get it easier to get lost in a mix hmm. right just because of its i don't want to call it sponginess because it's not really sponginess but you know what i mean you know it's you know some of them older amps um or that old amp sounds are a little they just got a little less of that upper mid-range cut through that the carbine has in spades so anyway, just for F FYI. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So the carbine, that's the M3. What is that? The 600? Oh, you said it's 300 watt. 300 watt. 300, yeah. They're both 300 watt amps. Uh, uh, you know, obviously they're sitting on speaker cabinets, but they're, they never get plugged in. They, they just run DI straight to the board and headphones like that's too bad. Cause they're great cabinets. Those Aguilar. They are, they would, yeah, they, you know, and in a live setting, sure. Uh, or playing with a, even just playing with a band in a garage somewhere would be kind of awesome. So the super ego, uh, we've we've discussed, it's a a freeze pedal. They Electroharmonics first came out with the freeze, and then later turned it into the super ego because they then added more control to it, uh, especially envelope and, and threshold control, right? Threshold, yeah. So you have an attack and a and a decay. So you can make it last as long or short as you want, come on as quick or as slow as you want. Uh, you have separate levels for your dry signal and your affected signal. Uh, you also have uh, layer and gliss controls, which work better on guitar, truthfully. I've seen demos of like the Electroharmonics guy playing this pedal, using that on guitar, and it's, it's amazing. Uh, but it's cool. It's cool to have. And then, of course, the 11 built-in effects. 
uh, which are uh, Detune, Echo, Delay, Flange, Phase, Mod, which is kind of a chorus, a Rotary, Trim 1, Trim 2, a Pitch, and a Filter Effect. Okay, so that begs the questions, what's the difference between Echo delay and Delay, and what's the difference between Trim... I'm assuming Trim 1 and Trim 2 must have a different waveform for the trim, right? I, I believe that's what it is. I think one's probably a sign and one's probably a square. So Echo and Delay, is Echo just a short... Echo. Uh, Echo is more like an analog delay, and I think delay is more like a digital delay. Okay. I, th I think. And this sounding, is anyway. We know it's all digital, but sounding. It, it is all digital, but, uh, but you know, it. we could play around with it, but not to, like I said, a lot of people have done demos on these, and this is more about using the effects loop with something a little bit wacky. Uh, let's see, my dry, I'm, I'm going to pull my dry down a little tiny bit, and... Effect level up, attack is going to be fairly slow and, and a long decay, so it, it holds for a long time. And my threshold, I should be able to play some. We'll slow that down some. Kind of small stony. So I'll leave the Super Ego set up like that because I, I can, I still got to hit it fairly hard to trigger it, but at least I can play under it. Okay, now I'm going to put on the, the Calavera. And as I mentioned before, three different settings. I'm just going to use the suave setting, which is the most normal of the three and most like a like a normal phaser, but still it has a little something. I can't quite put my finger on it, but it's it's a richness or something that just you know you'll hear it and you you tell me what you think. Uh, I've got the set. The mix is fairly high. Intensity is fairly high. Rate is kind of low. So we'll hear this one. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
those lower bass notes, it just kind of it, it triggers it and it kind of tracks it beautifully. Uh, you can, I have certainly when I first got this pedal, I certainly have played all over myself and just like turned it into basically mush where there, there was no uh, no discernible notes anymore. Everything was just kind of all mushed together. It's like, holy crap. And there was a coolness to that, but also a complete unusability. <laughs> so it's, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, I love pedals that do things that I would never do. Right. I, I, I love that. I mean, I love things that go so extreme that um, there's no musicality to it anymore at all. And there's really, unless you're just making noise, which people want to make noise um there's some great pedals that'll do that that just kind of really go off the edge uh, but it's but it's really cool when you get to dial it back to where it's right at that edge where it's it's still musical but it's but it has a weirdness to it that you know like if you were just listening and you didn't know what you were listening to you'd wonder well is that a keyboard is that a oh, yeah. absolutely that, that a, you know what is that i'm hearing is like it, i mean it, i thought it was a bass guitar but it's you know, and so th those are the things I love to do with some of the weirder pedals, like the Rainbow Machine, which is the greatest example of all time because that that almost <laughs> that's almost unusable in almost any situation, except on the most subtle settings. Like you got to basically turn everything virtually to, you know, not, and uh, <laughs> and then and even then it's still kind of like a really out of control chorus you know when those you know when you get a chorus that you just dial it up to the point where it's like oh my god that's well that sounds really interesting but how would i ever use that musically uh answer you wouldn't <laughs> it's just not well show us some of the extreme settings that the alexander can do with the loop and let's see how twisted we can get this thing i'm gonna put it on loco uh there are three settings i, I think i mentioned suave which is where i have it and where i normally always play it because and that's the normal phaser that can get fairly extreme but not really that much more extreme than like even a phase 90 if you really you know you know what i mean sure. uh, uh the middle one is a dynamic uh which is kind of weird because there's four knobs on it and one of them is rate but when it's on dynamic the tweak knob also affects the rate but in opposite ways because I think it's supposed to be a dynamic thing. And of course, I'm already using a dynamic pedal in front of it, right? Yeah. Uh, it's in the loop of a dynamic pedal. So uh, whatever that threshold is to trigger that dynamic effect on this, it, it it's not really great. But loco is the third setting. I'm not changing any other setting from what we had. So, th so this is what we had. On a very slow sweep, and I could, I could not super wet, but certainly not dry. So that's just a little more speed, and I tend to like it a little slower. All I'm going to do is switch it from that, without touching any knobs, to loco.
that's putting the rate knob up. Very liquidy, very liquid sounding, and yet it's almost got a machine like uh, helicopter y train sort of a thing going on. That's just a twanger. Way down, yes. The tweak is all the way down as I turn that up. It's very vocal at that point. It's almost like it's talking. Now I get the tweak down and the rate knock down, but I'm still on a loco, so... Uh... on from the super ego itself or is that just the phaser it's just loop the, it's just the phaser yeah uh i it gets a little if i go back to just normal again back to suave and leave everything basically where it was before more or less I, mix is about halfway the tweak knob is about halfway intensity is a little bit higher because because we want it to be intense and uh rate is low again so we're back to nice, just this nice, lush, non-disturbing phase sound. Uh, and then we could, uh, we could, uh, there's, let's try echo. Let's put an echo on it. Let's see what that does. This is, a. Uh, I turned it on, sorry. Well, that echoes nothing. <laughs> yeah, you gotta actually arm it. that's sort of a little coursey. <laughs> that's not a bad mix, actually, because it kind of gives it a little unstableness, sort of. But then it's still doing that little sweepy thing. Uh, 
Rotary trims. Pitch is interesting, but... This is a filter. basically uh, a lot of fun a lot I mean obviously not something that you would want to be um, using often right it'd have to be some part of a song somewhere that had that used that as a feature for a specific reason uh, I, I wouldn't say that like if you were trying to layer uh, keyboards in like if you had a smaller band and you wanted keyboard sounds in your in your music uh, I don't think that's really what it does. I mean, it's because it's, it's it's too difficult to to go from from one key to another key, right? I mean, I guess you could make it go shorter, you know, make the decay last shorter, and kind of keep re-triggering different ones. But so the Alexander Phaser has got a, a switch that acts as a dynamics controlled input. So once again, just like the Super Ego, based on a threshold. Can you set the threshold on that? I think that's what the tweak does. Okay, so theoretically, you can set the threshold, and no, it's it, different depending on what setting you're on. What does it do? Does it just bring in the phaser like a mix control, or does it change the speed of the phaser, or what does it do if you do that? Put it on. So see how it kind of—it wasn't there at first, and then it kind of came in, and the speed sort of. I haven't changed any settings. Everything's sort of moderately set. So as my signal fades, speed gets slower, and as it's picking up, it speeds up, so it kind of... What happens if you mess with the tweak while that's happening? I'm going to turn the tweak all the way to the counterclockwise. Do it the all the way clockwise. So it slows down faster. So does your rate affect the how does your rate affect this situation? I just turned the rate knob while it was while it was running. Up or down? Really around 10 o'clock on the normal phaser. 
as I turn it counterclockwise, which would be slower, it does this. And then as I turn it, what would be faster? So I think it's maybe a different starting point. This phaser is the most uh, able to get to the place that you don't want to use it, right? Mm -hmm. So it has the ability to go further than you would really ever take it musically. But when you set it uh, tastefully, I just think it's a fatter, richer sounding phaser than anything. So can we, can we hear it direct without the superego then? We can do that. Okay, so this is just uh, back to... It's in, that pedal is capable of incredible subtlety compared to most phasers. Yeah, it's almost like a like you wouldn't you don't notice it's there unless I turn it up faster. Right, oh, it's like envelope sound right there. But where I generally keep it. Just flipping it back to loco again, you know. So put it on the dynamic mode now. So the harder I hit it, the faster it goes. Yeah. But uh, there you go. That's basically. Uh, a cool phaser in the effects loop of the Super Ego Plus. Well, thanks for showing us that. That It's definitely an unusual pedal, and there's probably not a lot of people playing bass that have used the Super Ego, let alone the combination of those two pedals. And for those of you that haven't tried the Alexander phaser, it's pretty cool. It's got some extra features. It's got a nice, pleasant, organic 
sound as opposed to some of them. It doesn't sound particularly metallic or particularly swirly compared to some of them. It doesn't have a lot of the whoosh. You know what I mean? It's It seems to grab the note and twist at the fundamental more than just adding on top of it. it yeah, yeah. I, agree. I totally agree. It is. It's very organic and it, it feels like, uh, like you said, I mean, when it's the way I said it, when I use it normally, uh, you wouldn't notice there's an effect on. It would just sound good, right? It would just sound good because the, the, the rate is so low, it's moving, the sweep is moving so slowly, you hardly really notice that it's moving except that it, it, it kind of it is and it's changing subtly every note sounds different than the one previous which i think keeps your ear tickled i think that's one of the reasons that uh alec or alec sorry uh eddie van halen used to use a phaser on a lot of his solos and once again he'd have it real slow and mixed in and so you wouldn't really think about oh this is a phasery solo you would just hear like an eruption you would just hear notes change their filter each time so you know it's like a constantly moving wah pedal but much more subtle yeah, that's what I, I love that. I mean, that's always been my thing about a lot of phasers. Uh, they don't go slow enough, but this one is also a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's good sound of pedal, and it's an interesting combination. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's something different you hadn't tried or thought of, hopefully. So I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, thanks for joining us on Gear and Gigs for a little show and tell pedal combo. Show and tell. Love the show and tell. Love the show and tell. So, for Reggie Elson, I'm Jet Stone, and we'll see you guys next time.